Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When we started to get this one off the ground, there were a lot of questions. How do you record an episode? How do you get the show into all these podcast apps like Apple, Spotify, and Overcast so people can actually listen to it? I've seen some shows make a bunch of money. How can I? The answer to every one of these questions is simple. Anchor. Anchor's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. It's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use, to the point where you can pull out your phone right now and knock out a solo episode if you wanted to. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means that you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. Anchor makes it easy for us to record from wherever, whenever, and not worry about unreasonable subscriptions or limits. It's the easiest platform to get your show on all bigger platforms like Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You even get to see how your show is doing per episode by how many listens you've received with Anchor's metrics. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm start to join us and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Now let's get this shit popping. everybody welcome to another episode of young black and beautiful podcast it's your girl chris cash and i'm here with iris once again <laughs> yes so we're here for our insecure recap you know every sunday we sit down and watch insecure because that's one of our things now <laughs> yes <laughs> and um i just wanted to check in and talk about that episode but before i do that today is cinco de mayo about the only um holiday we have to look forward to now (laughs) i don't know about y'all but i'm still gonna celebrate cinco today in my home (laughs) (laughs) me too i will be celebrating i already got everything to make my tacos virtual Hey, I thought about it. Like I thought, cause like my friends are like, Oh, are you going to set up and do the zoom? And I'm just like, listen, y'all it's like this week, these next two weeks at my job are like our hell week. So our hell weeks. So I'm like, mm, I didn't like right now. Cause it's like finals time. Yeah. It's end of year. So all end of year activities are happening right now. So right now, um, my students are having like portfolio reviews and all we had to move it all online so it's a bunch of virtual meetings that i have to like and now today there's like a weird glitch thing happening where i have to let everybody in the meeting so i'm just like are we what is what is what is wrong what is going on um but yeah you know it's all good it's all good it's almost almost kind of done a little bit (laughs) not really um yeah anyway (laughs) okay now about this episode that just came on now I personally think it was rushed. Like by the time we got to the like build up of it, I felt like uh, Chris, is your audio coming out? Caught out?
rabbit. I don't know why my Wi-Fi keeps switching over to this fucking Xfinity hotspot Wi-Fi, but I have a like Xfinity is in my house. It doesn't have to connect to the hotspot, so I don't know why it keeps doing that. I wish I could like stop it from searching other shit. But whenever you're ready, I can go ahead. Oh, okay. let's see the button. That means I can go now. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Young Black and Beautiful Podcast. It's your girl, Chris Cash, and I'm here with Iris. Hey. And we're here to give you the um, insecure recap. But first, today is Cinco de Mayo. Hey. And um, it's about one of the only few holidays we have to forward have to look forward to nowadays. Um the interesting thing about it is I was actually planning to go all out this Cinco because mm. of the day before Tuesday, you know, I just, I had good plans for this, but it didn't happen. So I will be celebrating in my house. What about you, Iris? I too will be celebrating in my house. I got everything to make my tacos and my margaritas. I I'm real excited to eat. Um, I might do a virtual thing. Probably just not. Like, probably not, though. I don't know. Because it's just, like, crazy at work. So, I'm just going to be, yeah. Just, you know, maybe I'll find, like, a good mix on SoundCloud and just vibe out mm-hmm. on my fire. Maybe skin. play some Bad Bunny or some shit. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> he's not Mexican. Not Mexican. <laughs> I know he's not Mexican, but, I mean... His music is fire, and I feel like that's about as close as I can get to Mexican rappers. I'm like, if I could find like a house Maybe Selena? salsa like vibe, like a house salsa vibe on SoundCloud. SoundCloud be having a lot of gyms, so if I could find me like a trap house salsa vibe, that's gonna be the vibe. Maybe I want. you can find like some house Selena. Maybe, maybe I might. That might be. Maybe that's it. I'm that gonna might ask be my a dad. nice little mix. Yeah, my dad used to clean the house to like salsa and stuff when we were younger, and like we are not like. We're not Hispanic whatsoever. <laughs> so he used to um, do that. So I'm just like, yes. Yeah. So I'm like, let me tell you, what, what's some songs? I'm going to play like the one song I remember him um, playing by Celia Cruz. <laughs> but anyway. Um, yes. So this last episode of Insecure, you know, we had a brand new episode on Sunday. Um, and I just want to say, I feel like there was a lot of buildup in this episode and it was heavily rushed. So by the time I felt like they were about to tell us something, it just cut off. Did you feel like that? I, so I personally, after last episode, which I love, like, well, after the, the, the previous episode, which I mm-hmm. loved, um, I just thought that this episode was like less fulfilling than mm-hmm. the last one. Um, yeah, it just didn't I feel like Issa was back on her bullshit with this one. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I'm just like, because I feel like the episodes were like building up and then like episode three, we were like somewhere and it's like, yes, it's about to be, we about to be lit. Like it's about to be crazy. And then this one, and then this one, I was just like, oh, I mean, that was cool, I guess, or whatever. It just made me more, it just annoyed me more than anything. This episode just was like annoying to me. Yes, it was very annoying. So let's do a brief uh, recap. So we start the episode off. Issa, um, I believe she was going to go see Ke- uh, Tiffany's baby. Mm-hmm. And her and Molly got into it at the parking spot. First of all, 
Each is better than me because I would have told Molly, bitch, I'm not moving out of this parking spot. Yeah. Even as a, as my, as a non-driver in <laughs> New York City commuter, I was still like, what the? That, that pissed me off. I was like, how are you going to start off? I'm irritated. I'm already irritated off of it. Yeah. And it's just like my, Molly's sense of entitlement is just really starting to get on my nerves. Oh, like, my gosh. Like, it's just really starting to irk me. I'm like, I, I get it. You are the lawyer and you have both your parents in your household and everything's just supposed to be so perfect in Molly's world. But she's just being so fucking annoying about it. Because so she really don't have her shit together. Like Issa said, she is a messy bitch too. Like I understand why I gotta be the messiest bitch ever, and she's just as messy, if not messier. Like if not mm-hmm. messier. Because let us not forget that Dro situation. That was not long ago. Like and they that was not Dro under the rug. Like I don't know. We about to. He, I think that this is intentional. I don't think that they're sl- sweeping him under the rug. I feel like they're doing that thing where like they don't talk about him, and then all of a sudden at some point he's gonna pop up. Dro and Nathan, but that's a different story. But um, we already, okay, yeah, we'll get to that because we already know what's about to happen with Nathan. <laughs> <laughs> Molly um, and her relationship with Andrew, it seems weird. It seems like Andrew is getting frustrated with her work life. But to me, it seems like Andrew kind of fantasizes Molly. I don't know if that's the angle they're trying to go for, but I just feel like he sees her as a sexual release and that's it. Like he likes her and I think he thinks he really likes her because of what she does for him sexually. But I really don't think he is invested in her the way he acts. Like it just doesn't seem very loving. So what I think, I I was thinking this other day, like, I really don't think they seem compatible. I think that Molly and Andrew, they seem like if trying to make Fetch happen was a couple, like it was, Mm -hmm. it just seems like, it's like, and I'm not sure if it's like forced from like the, like writing the scripts point of view. Like, I'm not sure if it's like forced that way Mm -hmm. where it's like, um, oh yeah, like we really want to make this like interracial couple thing happen because, you know, black women and Asian men are like the two like sets demographics of people who like are most single or something, or at least married, something like that. Um, yeah, so yeah, like, yeah, I've, I've said that. Yeah, I'm like, are they trying to make like fetch happen here? Or is this like intentional? Like when you like the idea of somebody and it seems like it would be a good idea, but actually in practice, it doesn't work out. It's like, you think everything seems like it should be cool, but it's like, Mm, maybe it, maybe this actually isn't. Maybe we're not really compatible. And if you think about how, like, because Molly always needs to be right, I can also see her, like, trying to, again, like, trying to make that happen, trying to make this work because of, like, little commentary from Issa about how, like, oh, like, I don't know, like, trying to prove don't people wrong. Off. Right, exactly. Like, just, like, trying to... Molly. Exactly. Like, is she just trying to, like, prove people wrong with this one? Or, like, what? Because it's just like, okay, yeah, it seemed, like, fun or whatever, but... As far as, like, what Molly wants for herself, as far as, like, you know, like, a relationship, or, or like, are they actually on the same page? And what, and what um, Andrew wants as well, because he also expects a certain, it appears that he expects, like, a certain level of, like, you know, access to his partner, and it doesn't seem like that's, you know, like, mm-hmm. happening right now with the situation, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just feel like we've been watching Molly, and we want her to win, 
I mean, even though she's getting on my nerves this season, I do want to see Sis happy with the men finally. I don't want them to, like, make it seem like all professional Black women are single, and this is why they never win. Like, I don't want that narrative, even if it might be true. I don't, I don't, I just don't want it. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like, at least in my own personal life, I, I feel myself trying to, like, not be that. And I just feel like they're putting black women in a bubble if they make mm. that happen again. Mm. I'm sick of that. Professional black women got to be single. You look at the Annalise Keatons. Her whole husband got killed. Like, <laughs> now she's like a closet lesbian. Like, I don't know <laughs> like what's going on over there. And then you have Kerry Washington. She was sleeping with the president. President finally gave up everything. And she like, yo, I don't want you. So, all right. Like, I just don't understand why. It seems like professional black women in TV shows just can't get it right. You know what? You know what? Okay, true. true, true. And I definitely see that. I definitely peep that theme. However, it's like, can anybody get it right? Because the only person who's in an actual relationship That's true. in the show is... Is Tiffany. So you have like people like on like the spectrum of like, you know, their careers and as far as like whatever you want to see is like success or like powerful or whatever. But I'm like, who can get it right in this? And like, yeah, Issa right, was right. in that relationship for quite a while. So, you know, I guess, but that was like on some college. Care of him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that was also like, it's like a bleed over from college. Oh my gosh. Quick time. Yeah, I just, I don't know. And then I think about it, um, the, um, um, the, the scene when they're in there, is Kelly Tiffany's sister? I don't think so. Only the reason, only, the only reason I said that, cause they were like, who you think the baby look like? It was like, honestly, I think it both look like Kelly. And then they were like, yeah, me too. Me too. And I'm like, why would it even looked like Kelly. Maybe that's her sister. Yeah, I thought that was just a joke. Like a joke uh, between, like a joke. Okay, okay, okay. I was like, maybe that's why Tiffany and Kelly was like, girl, you know, you will always be cool in that one time. So I was like, oh, because they're family. Now it all makes sense. I think I, they're I just... Know. I think they're just like the closer of friends in this situation. Okay, okay. Um, cause like, even with the whole baby shower thing, you know that, um, I'm sorry y'all, I got so much going on today. (laughs) It's cool, but just bring it up like a random part. I'm just feeling like when we look at these different friendships going through their trials and tribulations, it just makes it seem like, okay, Maybe there's not one clear way to run a friendship. And as we see Molly and Issa, like, just going down and, like, not succeeding in their friendship, we notice, like, how the other relationships are built. So I know there was a scene when they're at uh, Tiffany's house after they just went to go see the baby. And um, Tiffany, I believe, she says... Oh, no, Issa wants to talk about Molly being on her neck, as she said, or whatever she said. 
And Tiffany's like, girl, what do you mean? Like, what's going on? Explain. And Eason doesn't really want to talk about Molly behind her back, but she does feel like a lot of like animosity in their conversation. She doesn't understand like what's going on, like why they're not even um, vibing like they used to. And then all of a sudden, uh, she's like, well, maybe you should talk to her. And the thing is, these girls have been planning on talking for like at least the past two episodes. So, and they still haven't come together. And they honestly, in turn, became further apart. So I just, un- I don't understand why they delayed the conversation for so long. Like, like, maybe you could touch on that. I feel like they delayed the conversation because it's uncomfortable. Like, they don't want the inevitable, which is like the idea that they might actually be growing apart. Um, mm-hmm. I know some people were saying about like, I saw a lot of posts about um, their friendship deteriorating. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's necessarily deteriorating because I feel like a lot of people have been there before where you kind of go through like a rough patch in your friendship because of, you know, just like mm-hmm. everybody got their own stuff going on, growing pains, different like different things, instances, circumstances. And then like, you know, the individual also like changing and growing and becoming different. So I think that... Um, yeah. I don't know. I guess for me, I've just seen so many friendships like dissolve in the same way that they're talking about right now. Like I've seen like some backstory. So I have some friends right now and I hope they don't hate me for talking about this, but y'all fuck it. Get over it. Y'all can come see me if you want to (laughs) talk. But I have some friends right now that are in the process of, I guess, not being friends anymore and you can tell there's tension with them, kind of like with Issa and Molly, but neither one of them want to talk to each other. They're both like, I'm cool. She can just do her. I'm cool. She can just do her. And I'm like, but both of y'all really not cool. And in turn, y'all doing each other, y'all doing away with each other. Like, y'all really not cool no more. I don't see this friendship even coming back. So I'm just like, but obviously you guys are still hurt because you talk about it. Or like when you talk about it, it's passionate. I don't know. And it's like, it's sad to watch because I just feel like the only thing that's missing is just a little bit of communication. So I think, so two things. I think that like one thing is sometimes like people just do need like their time, like, you know, apart. I guess, to, like, realize how much that they, you know, kind of, like, need each other. I think that it also, it's also just, like, does it seem like they want to not be friends anymore? I don't necessarily think that is the case. Um, Or at least, or at least, I think that Issa would want to continue the friendship still. The jury's kind of out on Molly because she kind of seems like that type of person who's going to get in a relationship and this will be like work relationship, work relationship, work relationship. I don't got time for my friends, like type situation. Um, so I don't know. Like, I'm like, just looking at it from Issa's standpoint, I don't think that she, I think she still values Molly's friendship at this point. However, I think that if they don't get to, you know, that point where they can really like have the conversation or maybe like, you know, have some time, Part I think that I think that the friendship could be saved. Like I don't I don't think it's like hopeless just yet. So far, nothing has mm-hmm. happened. Well, so far, nothing huge enough 
has happened to make me be like, nah, like dead ass, not, nope, no, they can't be friends no more. Um, right. Because honestly, like this. But I don't know though, when that whole incident, okay, so there was a scene in the uh, episode when Issa's artist dropout, Schoolboy Q is no longer coming to the block party, y'all. So Issa's panicking, and of course Andrew works at what Live Nation or mm-hmm, something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he works for Live Nation, and she's like, "Yo, Molly, if this is really your nigga, and you're my best friend, like talk to him. Like, what? Can, let me see what I can do." And this is where I feel like Molly's ooh insecurity comes in because for me, if that's really my nigga, I should be able to act. Well, she doesn't feel comfortable asking because she's like, I don't know if this will make it seem like he's mad at me. Either that, either she doesn't want to come off as thirsty to Andrew, or she really just don't give a fuck about helping Issa. I think okay, I think that it has way less to do about protecting her relationship and more to do mm-hmm. about not wanting to help out Issa. Also, mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't love how Issa went about that situation either because, yeah, right. Like y'all were supposed to talk about this and third man long ago. Like I'm gonna need you to like, you have to, you have to find a way. I personally, well, for me personally, like be a I, friend first. Be a friend first, exactly. Like not even just small talk because me personally, I don't like that whole small talk before asking for a favor. Shit, if you got something to ask me, please just ask me because I really don't got time to be trying to decipher. Right, like hey, girl. Right, how you so hard? Oh, oh, anyway, by the way, I hate that. Like <laughs> PSA to anybody who don't, if you haven't asked, just just go ahead and ask. It's fine. Um, but um. Anyway, so I think that like that whole situation could have just been played out better. I really didn't like how that was played out um, on either of their parts, because like also if Bali really knew she wasn't trying to ask Andrew, she could have just said like, you know, I really don't feel comfortable. Like, I don't feel comfortable. It could have been that that easy. Like that whole like, oh, I want to keep my worlds apart. No, it could have been as simple as. I don't feel comfortable. If you really I don't ain't feel, feel comfortable. comfortable. But she not. Nah, I feel like it's more either she really if she really is scared in the relationship, that ain't her nigga and she know it, she need to get out now. Like if you already think he gonna be like, nah, I can't help you, then what are you doing, sis? You right. basically fucking for free. Like if he can't hold you down in the littlest thing, nah. You could at least bring it up. Like if Issa is my best friend. You don't want to see your best friend's event fall, like fail. Like, I know I don't. No matter how much one of my friends, if I was really friends with them like they they are, I'm not going to let them fall like that. And I feel like I can see why Issa is mad now at Molly. Uh, yeah, she couldn't I even tell her straight up no. Like, she had to right. wait and say, actually, I'm not going to. Like, what kind of bitchy shit is that? Right. I don't know. I just oof, that really okay. And also, go back and so much happened at uh, Tiffany's house going to see that damn baby. So when the guys were in the bedroom with the baby, did I hear or not hear Tiffany's husband say Tiffany does some did some fucked up shit? Is that what he said? They keep dancing. Or I don't. Okay, I don't. No, 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 no. He he didn't say that. He didn't say that. Okay, he, he didn't say that. He was saying it sounded like Tiffany did some fucked up shit. And I was like, I, wait, what? 
I don't recall that. The main takeaway I get from that conversation mm-hmm. was the whole like thing about like men and the whole like don't don't value the humanity of women until they um have a daughter like that gets on my nerves like i hate that or talking like oh man i did some because he was saying like yeah i did some fucked up shit um oh that's some, what he said okay, yeah okay he, and they're all <laughs> daughters so it's like i just some fucked. no nah, but they keep dancing around this whole thing about that baby about that baby not being um back to what you were talking about earlier saying that the baby looked more like Ellie. they really are dancing around this whole thing about that baby not being um why don't i know his name like wait what is his name daryl i don't know is her husband, Tiffany's husband. I just, Tiffany's husband. Tiffany's husband. Yeah. Um, he doesn't keep, have a name. Lawrence's I'm best like, friend. I'm like, what is his name? I'm like, did I really never know his name on the show? Like, I feel like I do it. Daryl. Damn it, Daryl. Anyway, yeah. I think Daryl sounds right. Daryl sounds or right. Derek. 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 Or Derek. Derek. It's Derek. It's Derek. It's Derek. <laughs> it's Derek. There we go. Yeah, he's cool. But damn, like I don't know what's going on with that baby. That one day we will know whose baby is it. And let me think. Um, am I forgetting any themes from this episode? Yes. So, um, oh. when 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 Candelabra was talking to what? Well, okay, that thing about Candelabra about how first of all, it's it's wild that um, she isn't answering, isn't responding to Issa's like calls and stuff. And schoolboy dropped out. Oh, you talking about Candola? Oh, yes. you said Candelava. <laughs> She's funny as shit. Oh no! Can you hear me? Yeah. I'm good. Now I got groceries delivered. I'm sorry, y'all. I am. <laughs> oh no! You good? You good? You good? I you know what happened, but um, yeah, Candola's ass. I think she did some shady shit, yo. I think she did some shady shit too. I don't know what the shady shit is. And then, do you think Lawrence really broke up with Condola? I think Condola broke up with Lawrence. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But I don't understand why, because that had to be in the future. They had to skip over something. They definitely did. I don't understand the escalate. It's like, do they want it? Because it, think about that conversation. It was like, oh, if they weren't, they had that. Okay, it's like if they weren't still in a relationship. It was like, oh, if she never cheated, would you not? Wouldn't you still be with her? And then they cut. They never went back to it after that. They never went back to it after that. So they didn't. I and think that was a dumbass question to ask. It was a dumb that question. It's a question a she didn't. Question. It's a question she did not want the answer to. <laughs> it's a loaded question. Hell yeah! But then I wouldn't have met you, baby. That's how he should have followed it out. He he was too slow, not quick enough. <laughs> Poor Lawrence. But I don't know. If she and if Condola is really that petty to like freaking help her this whole time and then just not answer the calls and get her artist to drop out, like that's crazy. Did Condola help her get schoolboy Q or no? Did she do that on her own? I think that was Condola, if I'm not mistaken. Like, oh, oh, so then that makes sense. I think it was because it's not just like it. Just seems like it seemed real funny to me 
Like, what is going on there? It's like Kendall is not answering questions about the flyer. Schoolboy drops out. And she was, and Issa was using her connections kind of like the entire time. So. Yo, that's fucked. If Kendall did that, she's petty. Unless Issa cheated with Lawrence. Then you deserve it. Okay, I don't think that that happened, but I think that she's just not comfortable in the situation. Like, I don't think she's not comfortable. I don't think she's comfortable in the situation because even another thing about this episode, when um, they're at, they're going to go see the baby and um, they're going to go see the baby and Molly looks out the window and she sees Lawrence talking to Issa like, mm, like, mm, look at her. She on that old stuff. Mm. But they weren't mm-hmm. even talking about nothing. They weren't talking about nothing. They were they talking literally about weren't. nothing. Like, and then he was about to she tell was something. talking about her damn event. Right. <laughs> exactly. Like. So. Molly's just a hater, yo. That's all that is. I'm like, girl, are you I okay? really just think Molly is a hater. A hater. And I don't know why she turned into to such a hater this season, but I'm confused. She's drinking too. a lot of haterade. Like a lot of haterade. But you want to know what? Do you think like some people start to become her their characters? I feel like her real per- life person is becoming a Molly. Girl, I low key got a little bit of tea. I do too. <laughs> and I don't know if I can say it on here, but I got a lot of tea about her because you know she's from my area. Yeah, I got some tea so, about how like mm, how she is mm, to work with, like in mm-hmm. from people not working like good. events. It's not good to work. Not with, that like. good. I heard not that good. Yeah. So Molly might become a Molly in real life. Mm-hmm. That's about that. Yeah, and I'm <laughs> and honestly, like low key, I think that the combination of things because I heard like stuff from like a friend who like worked with. Um, at an event that she was hosting and about how she mm-hmm. was like super difficult to work with and just like kind of like just like not pleasant and like kind of mean and um yep and then I feel like now it's just so because I know that information now it's just so much easier for me to just like not really being with her character like exactly no same exact same I have a friend and she's very vocal about it so I, I can tell this story she basically said that she came to her school one time and she was assisting with like helping her and stuff, and she was just a bitch, like the worst. And she wasn't even like she was. My friend wasn't even like a student or nothing at the time. She was just working the event, like, and not even like, like she was somebody that any other person wouldn't have acted like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But she was just like horrible, rude. She said she was. Like making girls cry in there, and I was like, "What? Mm-hmm. Making women cry?" Because mm-hmm. she was just so rude and nasty, and I was just like, "Oh my god!" So yeah, I'm starting to hate Molly too. If Molly, if you listening, please don't become a Molly. You can change mm-hmm. yourself. You can change. <laughs> yeah. Um, see anything else? Yeah, I really hope that. Um, we figure out what's going on with this whole the block party thing. Next week is the block party. So, okay. Another thing I find interesting about that, the mm-hmm. block party is next week, right? And that's episode mm-hmm. five. That's halfway through the season. So mm-hmm. that's why I'm like, um, it's interesting that the block party is, because right now the block party is what's happening. It's like, we're all building up 
to the black party what's happening with the black party but there's mm-hmm. a whole other half a season happening after the block party so i'm just like what's that about to be about like i'm i'm interested to the see. aftermath for the block party i know it's about to be like <laughs> so are we gonna figure out i don't know man it's gonna be interesting that block party was messy it was messy it was messy. I think it's. I think it. Could, I, I really I think just it's going to turn out messy. Let me. It say might that. turn out it's a little quick. bit messy because it's like it's like when you go to an event and all your old joints are there, like at the same. It's just like mm-hmm. wait a minute, hold up. hold up, hold up. I always think of the episode of Moesha where it's like Brandy's like birthday party or something, and all her exes are there. I have nightmares about mm-hmm. that happening to me. Like it just being like, oh, this old joints. Like why y'all all show me love? Right, it's like, hey, 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 I don't even think with some of y'all. Like, wait, what are you doing here? Get out. Ah. Do you think you should invite your exes all to the same party? Okay, I think that there's And the guy you're currently dealing with? I think there's, ah, that's where it gets a little bit messy, but I do think that it's levels, because it's just like, is this an ex? Is this somebody who you maybe, like, hooked up with once? Is it somebody who you had, like, a little fling, but y'all, like, ended on good terms? Like, what is the the thing? Because, like... Like, an actual, like, a dude that you were exclusive with. So in the situation, it's like, like should Issa invite Lawrence, Lawrence type thing? Or even I mean, Daniel. Party. And Lawrence that- and Daniel and Nathan all at the same function. If Issa this did that, is she a messy bitch? Or is, is that okay. just her homies? I don't think so because this is a block party. If it was like a more intimate gathering, like the after party for the block party or like, because so, it's like, it's a block party. It's like, you kind of have to have have like like if they know about it because maybe they won't she won't, they won't get personal invites or maybe they'll get like a Facebook blast or something like mm-hmm. it would have to be like y'all would have to have a reason for right. not vibing like not like y'all would have to have a reason for you to actively avoid an event that's just, like if all your homies go all your friends gonna be like yeah let's post that thing it would have to be a reason for you to be like nah I'm I'm good I'm not gonna go to that it's like oh we all going right. there it's like I'm okay. Yeah, I don't know. I can't wait because I feel like I know something good is going to pop off. I think she's going to end up making it work. What if Daniel comes back to do the fucking music? I saw a rumor going around on Twitter that Daniel's going to save the music. I saw something about that, but I was just like, well, maybe. (laughs) What artist was Daniel working with at the time? I know that that they got somebody. Ty Dolla Sign when when he was working with Ty Dolla Sign. Yeah, was it was it or Ty when he was Dolla working with Spider? Mm-hmm. Maybe, Maybe he'll have one of them come up. I don't know. See, I, I'm I'm kind of good with both Nathan and Daniel being left in the in previous seasons, but I know that they like to do that shit where they bring up your, the old joints. So, Andrew, I would love for and actually, my thing, no, Molly. When is she going to the block party for? Bitch, don't nobody want you there. You can't help. I think it's mad disrespectful that how she's been, because she's been, like, not supportive of this block party from rip, like, low-key. Like, she, I remember even at the end of last season, when Issa had mentioned something about it, she was just like, um, she was just like, oh, um, oh, like, good thing you're not doing that no more, because it was just about to be a lot, like, or something like that. I'm just like, um. Like, damn, can can a bitch have a dream? Right. A goal? like, and what's up with Torian? We still don't know what's going on with him. He keeps popping up, though. And I don't think he's just a Molly work side character. I think something's going to happen with him. I think so, too. But then also, they made a point of talking about this 
random new guy whose name is Bennett, who was mad fine and appeared to be tall, like who just peeked in. And she was like, oh, he's young. I used to mentor him. Oh, the intern. I was like, hold up. Wait a minute. Because I would like know. to see more of him on this show. But um, Ooh, maybe Molly will start these? dealing with a young boy. <laughs> Molly, I hope she doesn't. Molly don't know. Because the way Molly is, she going no, just no. Oh, what if Torian's gay whole time? Why would they start fucking him? Oh, what? Why would, they, why would they add that to the storyline? Unless you it was they Jared. Just throw some unless, shit in there. Unless it was Jared. Unless Jared pull a pot back up. Um, oh, yeah. And what if Torian was the one he used to deal with? Oh! That'd be crazy. <laughs> what? I don't think that that's what's What happening. in the plot twist? I don't, because that's just like a random plot twist. It's just like, huh, okay, well. Right. Oh, speaking of plot twists, so this is totally random and has nothing to do with Insecure, but I just want my listeners, since everyone is out here bored, I've been watching like like random shit on YouTube and I got um, put onto this uh, British rap music video movie thing. And I think everybody should go watch it because it was a great movie rap video and yeah tv show all in one it's on youtube it's called sharon story by rap man just go watch that joint it's a lot mm. talking about plot twist it's endless plot twist um my man from top top boy is in there like it's really a good it's a good ass music video it's about 13 minutes long each part 13 minutes but it's really like a show like, like a movie mm. it's really like a movie he, I think he maybe raps like five minutes of each time, like. But he really just uh, he's telling a story about this guy Sharon and his life, and yo kids, life is fucked up. Uh, the UK is definitely wild. Like, uh, you think the hood in the US is bad? The UK might be a little bit wild. I don't know. <laughs> I, I did. I did hear it was a because that like do you know they just gives like stand out there all crazy i think that the guy the british guy the barbados british guy he um was telling me about you know random stuff that happens out there and what was me his life because i guess we're friends now but anyway another story for another time i've been talking to this british guy and he's been hipping me to shit about london or whatever and he basically said like people get stabbed all the time like he said one time he had a party his friend got stabbed and kept partying like nothing happened. What? He said, yeah, he just went in the bathroom, cleaned the stuff up. He's like, people get stabbed all the time. I'm like, what? what? That's not cool. Right. He's like, but you guys got guns. Like, that's crazy. Totally off topic. Oh, I guess. But yeah, anyway. <laughs> you guys go watch that. It's very interesting if you're bored and need something to look at. But we'll be back next week to see what happens at this block party. Cause I know I, it's gonna it be I just hope they don't do no bullshit like they don't try to tell us what happened at the block party and it's really just a flashback in the clips we saw uh, that, nah, that, would, that would piss me off that would piss me <laughs> off <laughs> but alright um, let them know where they can find you on social media Iris alright you can find me on Instagram at O-I-R-I-S that's O-H-I-R-I-S and you can find me on Twitter at I-R-Y-S-S X underscore O-L-O-G-Y and yes of course I'm Chris Cash and you can find me at Chris Cash DC 
on Instagram and at Viva La Marie on Twitter. And we'll be back next week. Peace.